Hello and welcome to TBC Equipped. We are a ministry of Trinity Baptist Church in Norman, Oklahoma, designed as another resource to equip you to engage our culture with the good news of Jesus Christ. My name is Curtis Winkle. I'm here with Ryan Polk. Hey, Ryan. Hey. And we have a special guest today. Ryan, why don't you introduce our guest? Yeah, so we have uh, Shannon Schroeder with us today, and Shannon is a longtime member of our church, and uh, she has started and is leading a ministry to the public school that is right across the street from our church, Wilson Elementary. And so we want to hear more from her about how this all happened, what it looks like, uh, what God's doing in it, how people can be involved and all that stuff. Um, you were here for a little while, moved to Oregon. Yes. Came back in. 2012. All right, 2012. And you got three kids here, Elizabeth, yes. George, and Christopher, right? Yes. All right. Very good. Okay, so tell us about Wilson. Well, when we lived here previously, um, I gave very little thought to the church across okay. the street. I mean, to the school across the street. Yeah. Um, I really didn't know the name of the school across the street. And to be quite frank, I really didn't even think about people outside these church walls. Mm -hmm. My service was for people within the church. Mm -hmm. And I was very content with that. And then we moved to Oregon, like I said, in 2012. Yeah. And circum, I mean, in 2007, okay. and circumstances just um, pulled me out of church for a while. Yeah. I was taking care of a medically fragile little guy, yeah. and God used those circumstances and that time in my life to really show me there's a world outside of the church, mm. and that church is lost. Mm. And it really was a very convicting time for me, um, just even standing on my front porch, looking around at all of my neighbors. Mm. And it was just the realization that I have cared so little for the gospel, mm -hmm. for those who are outside of the church. And it saddened me. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, the gospel truly is everything. You know, it is transfers a person from the kingdom of Satan to the kingdom of God's precious son. Yeah. You know, a heart of stone to a heart of flesh, right. an eternity in hell versus an eternity with a loving father. Yeah. And so it really is one of those things that if it's missing in our lives, then we're really missing the opportunities that God has for us here on earth. And, you know, when Jesus says, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it, God is building his church yeah, yeah. and he continues to build his church today. Yeah. He built it uh, when Jesus ascended into heaven and he gave the command for the disciples to go out and, and preach the gospel to the remotest parts of the world. That command is still true today. Yeah. God is still building his church and he's preparing hearts every day to receive the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the salvation of, from sin. Yeah. And so, you know, Jesus's heart was filled with compassion. And, and we saw that so often in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. That was his first instinct. He had compassion for the lost. And so that should naturally be our compassion. We should have compassion and that should be a driving compassion in our lives. Yeah. And so when we moved back to town, mm -hmm. I finally noticed that little school across the street. And was, was there a particular moment or anything? You know, I just, by? I remember driving by and yeah. I looked at their front doors and I turned and I saw our front doors and I just thought, we could look into their lobby. Yeah, stone's yeah. throw. Yeah, right. I mean, we are literally a stone's throw away. Yeah. And it, the question in my mind wasn't, should we be involved with Wilson? Mm -hmm. It was, 
how can we be involved at Wilson? Mm -hmm. um, it would have been to, would be a terrible shame to miss the opportunity to serve in that school. Yeah. I mean, God in his goodness, in his great good sovereignty has placed this particular church across the street from that particular school. And so for me, it just was this incredible opportunity to say in any way we can engage, yeah. let us jump into that school and try to engage. I'd like to pause there for a second because because I think that's really interesting and, and where a lot of people um, maybe stop. So, man, I've got this great idea. I think the Lord is showing me this thing and then not sure what to do with that. So can you walk us through just kind of, okay, you have this this moment where the Lord has led you to, to just have compassion on this place. What was your kind of, can you walk us through maybe the next three or four steps, what you did practically? Well, sure. And what was the time frame? Like you yeah. started thinking about it and then how long was it before yeah. anything really happened? happened? Yeah. Sure. So um, I jumped on it pretty quickly. I um, called the school and asked if I could uh, have a brief meeting with the principal and just to ask about ways our church could potentially serve the staff and the families at Wilson. And they have a very kind, gracious principal at Wilson Elementary, and he was more than happy to sit down with me and share um, a couple of ideas that he had. And, and he really was um, just kind of taken aback by the fact that, oh, you've, your church has noticed our little school? Great. Yeah, um, yeah let, let us think of some things that, and ways that you could help out. And so it started with, um, I devoted an hour a week, just one hour a week mm -hmm. to um, be in the classroom. Mm -hmm. And once you're in the classroom, among the children, you, you realize very quickly there are a lot of just physical needs that mm -hmm. can be met. And we are a church that can help with the physical needs. And you just, you know, I just pray, Lord, we want to magnify your name in any way we can. We want your name to be made known and to be great yeah. in this community and in this school. And if it's by meeting physical needs of these children, then, and then God be praised. Let us meet the physical needs of these children. Yeah. So was that like coats, backpack kind of so things? So we um, initially, we started with school supplies. Yeah. That was an easy one to yeah. do. People can spend $5, $10 and donate school supplies. Yeah. And the school supplies don't just go to the students. I mean, they all get used by the students. But whatever's missing in the school year, the teacher usually yeah. has to provide right. those. They yeah. have to spend their money to provide for that. So it's an easy way for us to come alongside the teachers. And so they have a closet basically filled with supplies and the teachers can just choose items from that closet mm -hmm. whenever they have a need. Yeah. Um, we were already doing Thanksgiving baskets. And so we just continued to jump in and, and help on that effort. Yeah. Um, and with the addition, because our focus, of course, is to get the gospel into this community. And so with the Thanksgiving baskets, I always include a children's story Bible. Yeah. Um, it's very important that God's word is getting into these households in some way. Yeah. And so that's a part of the Trinity's um, Thanksgiving basket. Uh, we also do Christmas. Um, Sunday school classes last year came together and provided for families. And again, we take that opportunity to give a storybook about the true meaning of Christmas mm -hmm. um, in Christ's birth and um, 
his um, just being our savior. And we also um, are able to, um, the principal at Wilson will email throughout the year with service activities that are going on and he needs volunteers. And so I am always posting on Trinity Women um, those needs. Um, and it could be helping out the first week of school in the cafeteria, helping yeah. open milk cartons to helping at their fall festival to um, helping during testing. Teachers need additional eyes during uh, testing. And so we do that. And then we also serve dinner uh, at parent teacher conference yeah. night. Teachers don't leave during the day. They're there from eight in the morning or seven in the morning till eight at night. And so we cater sandwiches and then members bring all the sides, bring everything else that to make a meal for those teachers. That's awesome. And there's small steps. There's small steps. And so I just, you know, pray that God can use that, but also he just increases through these things. He increases our desire and compassion to really get out in this community, because Mm -hmm. I would love for it not just to be within the Wilson's school walls, but it would affect the families that actually surround our church whose kids attend that. That's right. Yeah. Great, great entrance into, into the community because the kids are going to that school. Um, So helping, helping the helpers was a a phrase that came to mind as you were talking about. I mean, teachers do, I know several teachers and they all dig into their own pockets in order to meet the needs that they think uh, they, they need for their kids and really just supply uh, things to help their classrooms run effectively and, and better. So, um, so there's traditionally there's kind of you know a stereotype of like okay public schools don't want churches or religious you know organizations involved. Have you met any kind of resistance like that? I have not met any resistance at all. Yeah. Um, you know, and I I could imagine that there might be a principle that is going to be more opposed to a church coming in. Yeah. Just unsure of what those, you know, motivations might be. And so we are very fortunate to have a a very um, generous, um, open principle that just welcomes us with wide arms. Um, You know, but I think if you, if he were a different type of principle, then we still try and we still go in and, and communicate clearly, we, we would like to give supplies, you yeah. know, things that maybe wouldn't, um, you know, seem risky to him right. as far as um, if we're trying to come in and preach the gospel. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's the first thing we want to do is just come in and tell your third graders, take over class time and some of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. So, so talk to the principal first would be your advice. And right. let's say someone else uh, in another part yeah. of town says, hey, there's a school near our neighborhood that we'd like to talk to. That would probably be the first step is contact the principal and say, I love your question. Like, hey, how, how can we serve? What, what can we do to help? And, right. And that's a phenomenal first question. So, Ryan, you got a question? Yeah. So you were talking a little bit about this. And you know, I just wrote down some things like classroom volunteer, the physical needs, school supplies, the seasonal stuff, uh, random times that you shared to volunteer. What are some like, so what is the best way like if someone listens to this or they know you or they new to our church and they're like okay that's that's a ministry i want to plug into what's the best way for them to connect with you on that or to connect with wilson and then the follow-up to that would be um what kind of person are you kind of looking for uh to say come on alongside and help us uh what what, what do they need to to be ready to expect and what's it like once you get inside the walls over there 
know, I think that if you love children, then you're a good fit to help in the classroom. If you have a desire to help weekly, give an hour a week. If you love children, you're a help in the classroom. I mean, they're not expecting you to teach. They're expecting you to sit among kindergarten. The biggest need is in kindergarten and in first grade. And they're just expecting you to sit at a table and kind of help monitor the worksheets that their children are working on. Read a sentence to them if they're not reading. Help them with their writing. Think through, hey, how are you going to write on this um, topic? And so it's not anything difficult. So I would just say if you enjoy children, um, this is such a rewarding way to get into a school and you instantly have this classroom of little kiddos that are on your heart and you pray for yeah. because you see them on a weekly basis. Yeah. So, um, so just since this is a Trinity podcast, right? Generally speaking, yeah. uh, we have a lot of families at homeschool, a lot of families, even around this table, you know, we're all Christian school parents. Uh, so what are some of the stereotypes maybe that people have towards public school and maybe even that you had uh, as far as going over there or even like what you expected um, or maybe some that just you got over there and they're just not even real. Like once you got in there, it's like, this isn't what I thought at all. You know, um, Wilson school is, is going to be um, a school with uh, blended families, with single parent families, with, um, uh, children raised by grandparents, aunts and uncles. And so you don't have the stability with those children that you do necessarily what you would find in a church yeah. at Trinity. Right. But at, on the same note, kids are all sinners. And so I teach second grade Sunday school and I see all types of behaviors in second grade <laughs> Sunday school. And so they're not really that much different than the kiddos over at Wilson, except I would say that the kids at Wilson probably have been exposed mm -hmm. to the culture in a much greater way than what our kids at Trinity are exposed mm -hmm. to. So I wasn't really surprised by anything. If it, if anything, I think I was saddened when you hear, yeah. you know, uh, um, one of the assignments one week was write, you know, three things you're thankful for. It's Thanksgiving week, right? three things you're thankful for. And the little boy, he just couldn't think of anything. And I said, well, let's start with your family. What about mom and dad? My dad's in prison. Mm -hmm. And I thought, okay. And it made me pause. And, and I just thought I can't think in terms of every family is like my family and has a normal mom and dad raising them. And so, you know, if anything, it just gives you um, more compassion, more empathy for these families that are just walking and trying to do life in their own wisdom, you know, just trying to do life in their own wisdom. And it's, and it, it leads to um, death, right? Yeah. It leads to an eternity separated from God. So I think it, I, I wasn't really surprised by anything and I didn't, um, I don't think I had any stereotypes really upon the public school because I, and, when you're teach at any level, I think you just realize all these kiddos, yeah, they're all sinners. Yeah. Just manifest itself differently. Sure. Yeah. How about some, a win or two, something you would classify as, yeah, this was a successful thing that we did, Shannon, maybe something we haven't hit on yet, but even a small thing, like a good conversation. So when we pass out the Thanksgiving baskets, yeah. um, we are, 
physically hand those baskets to these families okay. that are in need. Yeah. And you just are able to communicate with parents, yeah. you know, because when you're operating in the school, you're operating with children and, and teachers and yeah. staff. And so just to be able to talk to parents and meet them and realize, Oh, I'm in the class with your child. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've had um, one lady just broke down and she was having a horrible time in life and she just shared what was going on in her life. And so it was a time to be able to share who we are and who our God is. And so, you know, she didn't come to Trinity and visit after that, but I still, you know, she's on my heart and I continue to pray for her that something I said might be used in her life to bring her to Christ, but, um, somebody who probably didn't have a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people to talk to. Right. And you were there, you right. heard what was going on in her heart and you salt and light. I mean, that's exactly what, yeah, right. what Jesus calls us to. Right. And, um, the staff are definitely appreciative just of, um, of our presence at the school in the ways that we help. And one teacher, um, mentioned when we did parent teacher conference dinner, she said, I had no idea y'all even knew we were over here. Mm-hmm. I was like, absolutely. And we know you're over here. Yeah. So yeah. just that they know, yeah. yes, we do care yeah. about you yeah. and we care about your school. Yeah, that's great. So um, kind of what would be uh, Shannon's big vision? Like, what would you, I mean, we've done, you've listed a lot of good things that are going, but are, are there other things that you have, uh, ideas that you'd like to see or more of what we're doing? What, I mean, what would you really like to see Trinity's ministry to Wilson look like? I would love to see more volunteers in the classroom um, just because you have more opportunity to engage with these children and understand how we could better serve them, how we could better even try to integrate their families into this church. You know, when you think about a family that's never been to church ever, They never, the parents never went when they were children and they're not raising their children to know who God is or, or Jesus. You just think how intimidating this building would be. And so when I was in the classroom, you know, even when we had our uh, vacation Bible school flyer uh, sent to each of the students in bulk, I asked the teacher, can I take this class, their flyers and just write a note to the parent on the bottom? Sure, go ahead. So I just said, hey, I'm Shannon Schroeder. I attend church across the street. I have loved working with Sarah this year. She is such a joy. We were having vacation. So it was an opportunity for me. There was a personal connection. If she would like to attend vacation Bible school, put my name on the application. And we have had kids from Wilson, because of that note, come over to vacation Bible school. And so I really think it's important for us to be able to serve in that way. Um, and it doesn't require much. It's just an hour. So an hour a week, mm-hmm. talk to you if they're interested. Yes. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. And is that mm-hmm. a, can it be morning, evening or it's afternoon? The um, principal has um, basically, he has like, I'm going to say six time slots Okay. and you could choose your day yeah. and you, and based on the time slot would the, be the grade that you would be plugged into. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So they just get in touch with you and then you mm-hmm. can make the and connection. Then, mm-hmm. That's great. Anything mm-hmm. else? I mean, we got Thanksgiving and Christmas come up. I'm assuming we'll be doing 
Yes. So at the same stuff, right? At Thanksgiving um, uh, this year, I will probably ask if people would like to give specifically towards buying a turkey. Um, and then we already have the Bible story books. I've asked for those. I usually ask on Facebook women for those kinds of things and had a great number of ladies want to help in that effort. So we already have our Bible story books that are going along with the baskets. So I will have to hand out the um, brown paper bags with a little list of food. So we'll get all the food we need. And I guess the biggest need would be if individuals would be willing to buy a turkey. Yeah. So like when we do those things, is it just, are there as many there as we could pot? I mean, do we meet all those or is there, are there other churches helping or at this point, um, it over the years, you'll have a church, have you know, and, and I can see how this uh, can wane, right? You start gung-ho with something, and then maybe you don't see what you think you should see as far as results, and, and, and then it kind of drops off. So I think Wilson has had churches over the years that will come in alongside them for a couple of years, and then they fade off. Mm-hmm. And um and so, again, I just say we don't do this because we're looking for these immediate results. Right. We do this because, Lord, hallowed be your name. Make your name hallowed yeah. over at Wilson. Make your name known over at Wilson. And so we just pray this is a means that he could use to make his name great. It's yeah. awesome. I'm reminded of uh, we were talking earlier about Ronnie's sermon last week. He's working through a series in Matthew about honoring God and one example illustration he used was on the compassion of Jesus, like you shared. The church was trying to figure out something to do uh, in their community in southern Arkansas, and they had a 90-year-old woman without an air conditioner. Well, go put an air conditioner in her yes. house. You know, there's a need, immediate yeah. need you can meet. Um, and maybe that'll bear fruit for the gospel long term, but you go and meet that need. And and so, Shan, we're, we're so thankful for, for you following the Lord in this and really heading this up and, and uh what a beautiful ministry to be involved in. Encourage you if you're looking for something to get involved in, or if, as Shannon was speaking, your your heart was pricked. We pray you'd follow up and uh, and chat with her, and uh, or chat with me and Ryan anytime. We'll we'll make the right connection. So, anything else? No, man, it's awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing what God does in this. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll see you next time on TBC Equipped.